Hey everyone, Josh Case here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy today's message. I don't know about you, y'all, but I'm glad to be in the house. Anybody glad to be in the house today? And I look around here and I look at all the campuses and all I can say is look what the Lord has done. But here's what I know. In my life, in your life, in this house, in all of our campuses, we've only just begun. And I'm ready for all that God has for me in the next season. Who wants to walk in everything God has for you in the next season? I I, I want to see you do that and I want to do that. But I want to talk to you for a few minutes from a new series that I'm starting called Rooted. Because it matters where you are rooted. I don't want to just come to God's house. I want to get rooted in God's house. So I'm coming from Psalms chapter 1. If you're ready, shout, I'm ready. You by live stream, you honor me by being here. Everybody that will, if you'll share this stream, we can invite folks to church right now to hear the word. It says in verse 1, blessed is the man or the woman, come on, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water that brings forth fruit in its season. Just look at somebody and make a confession of faith. Say, hey, neighbor, it's your season. Yeah, 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 it's your season. It's your season. He shall bring forth fruit in its season whose leaf shall not wither and whatever Holland, say whatever. Whatever he does shall what? Who's ready to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus? Come on, struggling is overrated. I said, who's ready to prosper? I want to talk to you about being rooted in the right place. You don't want to just be rooted. You want to be rooted in the right place. Do you believe you're in the right place today? I believe it with all my heart, precious. Slip up your hands. I want to pray over you. Father, thank you for your word here and by live stream around the world. Help us, whether we are rooted online or rooted right here in person, help us to be rooted in your house. We give you praise. Now, if you love the Lord, come on, give him the ovation of the morning. Hallelujah. You can be seated. I want to talk to you today, precious, about being rooted. I'm going to do a little bit of teaching today. I've told you through the years, the difference between teaching and preaching is teaching is telling it and preaching is yelling it. So I'm going to do a little treaching today. Come on. Y'all know me. I, I teach, but the preacher always shows up. Can I get a witness? But I want to talk to you about being rooted in the right place. Tell everybody in your neighborhood the place matters. I don't want to just be rooted somewhere. I need to be rooted in the right place. And this amazing scripture passage that we just read together was so amazing to me as I was studying because most theologians believe that this psalm 
was actually written by Solomon, who was David's son. This would have been the only psalm that he wrote. He, he had taken his father's writings, all of the psalms that David had written, the psalms that David had written called psalms, and he made himself, he compiled them all together and created the book of psalms. Now, Solomon, this is called a wisdom song, and it, it makes sense to me that it's a wisdom song. Because the wisest man who ever lived next to Jesus was Solomon. And Solomon combined his dad's writing, but he kind of wrote chapter 1 as an introduction. And the very first thing he says is blessed. I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. Okay, I got about 40 people here. I mean, I want to be blessed. I want to I wanna be blessed in my health. I want to be blessed in my wealth. I want to be blessed in my mind. I want to be blessed in my body. I want to be blessed going in and blessed coming out. I want to be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Oh, apostle, you're just hyper faith. You just, well, what's wrong with that? How can you have too much faith? I, if I'm going to be hyper anything, I hope I'm hyper faith. Come on, somebody. I certainly don't want to be hyper doubt. Can I get a witness? I want to be blessed. If you don't want to be blessed, you just go ahead and enjoy being miserable. But I'm standing up here today at 58 years old and saying I had all, I've had all the struggle I want. I'm ready to be blessed. I had all the drama I want. I need somebody who wants to be blessed. Just if you're tracking with me, it's not unspiritual to want to be blessed. Don't believe what you heard. Now the word blessed there, isn't it something that the entire book of Psalms starts with the principle of blessed. So if you look at the word blessed in the original text of the Hebrew, it means happy, favored, advancing, and moving forward. Happy, somebody say happy. Favored, advancing, and moving forward. How does that sound right there? How, how do you, is there anybody that's interested in being happy? Maybe you like being miserable. I don't. Do you want to be favored? Do you want to be advancing and moving forward? See, I got this shirt. It says, put your foot down. Put your foot down. This is, this is the campaign that we're doing in Palm Coast. It's called the put your foot down campaign because we're coming into Palm Coast and we're putting our foot down. And we're letting the enemy know we're not temporary. Come on. This is not an experiment. We are putting our foot down. And we declare over that campus that in the name of Jesus, we're going to be happy, favored, and moving forward. Every time we start a campus, we're moving forward. Every time we help somebody who's broken, we're moving forward. So here's what I came to ask. Is there anybody here that has made up in your mind that you want to be happy, favored, advancing, and moving forward? If that's you, that's being blessed. That doesn't mean you never have trouble, but that means your trouble doesn't have you. Glory be to God. So, it matters where you're rooted. I don't want my life to be stopped or stagnant or stationary. Even at 50 years old, y'all, I've been on eight planes this week. 
I preached, I landed in Virginia, preached in North Carolina, flew back home, went to Atlanta, preached, flew to Louisville, Kentucky, preached there, flew back in last night. When this service is over, I'm jumping on another plane. Here we go. Because I don't want to be stopped, I don't want to be stagnant, I don't want to be stationary. Come on now. I'm more blessed when I feel like I'm moving forward. And, and, and I know nowadays many people don't believe it, and they don't believe that it's important to be connected in the church. Well, I, I don't need to go to church. I, I, I don't have to go to church. No, you don't have to, but I believe we need to because the Bible says in Hebrews 10, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and let us consider one another in order to stir up, stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assemblings of ourselves together as is the manner of some, cause some people ain't coming to church. They're not watching it online. Oh, I don't need that. But exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. One translation says, as you see the days get more evil. So we need to be in the house of the Lord. And I want to take you on a journey. I want to take you through a process. So number one, I want your life to be planted. Tell your neighbor, it's important to be planted. This house, what we're doing here, this is not temporary, y'all. We've been here for two and a half decades. So this is not an experiment. Our campuses are not an experiment. Everything that's going here will go after Jim Rayleigh is in heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. Because we are planted. And it is very, very, very important where you and your family are planted. And here's what you've got to know. It matters where you're planted. Tell your neighbor, say, it matters where you're planted. The Bible said he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Now watch this. You need to understand that the word planted there can mean planted or transplanted. It literally means God said, I can plant you. I can put you in the right place right off the bat. But if you ever in the wrong place, he said, I'll transplant you. I'll take you up by the roots. I'll, I, there'll be upheaval, but I'll move you and transplant you. I dare somebody right now. If he's not only planted you, but he's transplanted you in years gone by, open up your mouth and give God a praise. Somebody say transplanted. You can be in a dead relationship and he'll transplant you out of that dead relationship and plant you right into a life re relationship. He, you, can be, you can be in a dead job, a dead destiny. How about this? Even a dead church. And God will transplant you. Some of y'all come to Calvary because you know there's something in the room from another world. What is it, apostle? What, what is it about this church? Here it is. He shall be planted or transplanted. If you've been transplanted or transplanted, make a little noise in the room right now. Come on. He shall be like a tree. In the Hebrew, it would say planted or transplanted by the rivers of living water. Here's the deal. Make sure wherever you're planted and wherever your family is planted, make sure it has a river in it. 
You don't want to go where it's dead. You don't want to go where there's no fruit. You don't want to go where the soil has been poisoned. But you want to be where there is a river of God. You say, Apostle, why? Because there's healing in the river. There's breakthrough in the river. The river represents God's presence. Everything you need is in the river. Y'all, it's not an accident. You know, in all the years that we've been here, several times we've had people try to buy this piece of property because it is a very attractive piece of property. We actually border this interstate right here. And when you get off on the interstate, on the exit, that's the entirety of our property. We had box stores, Target, we had BJ, all of them tried to buy us out. And they offered us a lot of money. And I prayed about it. But the Lord said to me, he said, son, that's the most high-profile piece of property in all of Borman Beach. Nobody can even drive into the city to watch a race or do bike week without driving by that property and seeing my house on it. He said, I want people to know that the best doesn't belong to the world, that the best belongs to the house of the Lord. Next week is bike week. They're going to roar by, but you know what they're going to see? 67 acres of glory, 67 acres of power. It's not, hey, listen, it doesn't have a Walmart or a Target on it. It's got a church that magnifies the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But here's what you may not be aware of. What makes our property so valuable is not only do we have interstate frontage, but right that way, about 300 yards, is Tomoka River. Our property runs right on the Tomoka River. We could go fishing every day. Right out there, in Jesus' name, we're going to build an amphitheater out there. We're going to build a prayer center out there facing the Tomoka River. You know why? Because this, the Lord said, son, it's not an accident that you, you built your property. I put you right by the river. Because this is synonymous with everything that you're doing. There is a river that runs through Calvary. And let me tell you, it's running through Palm Coast. It's running through Orlando. It's running through New Smyrna Beach. Somebody give God praise that your church has a river. Make sure... Wherever you plant your family has a river in it. Make sure there's glory in the house. So number one, we need to be planted. But number two, we need to be rooted. Come on now. Make sure that when you get in the right house, precious, that your roots begin to run deep. As it relates to you, I want to see you connect and get rooted in right places where there's a river. Now look at Psalms 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. We see here three postures that the Lord talks to us about. Walking, standing, and sitting, walking in the counsel of the ungodly, standing in the way of the sinner, sitting in the seat of the scornful. He said, blessed is he who walks not, somebody say not, not in the counsel of the ungodly. It is so important where you root your life 
and where you root your family. Because if you define the word counsel, counsel means advice and direction. If you're going to trace that down a rabbit trail, it means advice and direction for us from the word of the Lord. So here's the reality, y'all. Make sure wherever you put your roots down is a place where the word of God is preached. You want, because you walk according to the counsel that you receive. You walk out your life according to the counsel that you receive. You make your decisions according to the counsel that you receive. And this is why America is in so much trouble right now. It's because we've got preachers in the pulpit who are not preaching the word of the Lord and there is no counsel. Y'all know a couple weeks ago I preached don't kiss the cow. How many of y'all remember that message? Man, I got bad Google reviews. I don't care. I got, I got bad letters, bad, I, you think I'm worried about that? Let me tell you something, baby. I, I would be afraid if I didn't get stuff like that because there is a generation that is rising up. Black folk, white folk, Spanish folk, Asian folk, come on, young folk, old folk, and everything in between that are saying, give us some leaders that will stand up again and preach the word of the Lord. Blessed is he who walks not in the council. Come on. That, mean, that means whoever is preaching into your life, they are counseling you toward your walk. It says, blessed is he who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Ungodly means wicked, hostile. It means not walking in the principles and precepts of the Lord. It means that someone is instructing you to do what is not morally and biblically right and prudent. The Lord said, don't live your life by wrong advice and wrong preaching. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. I don't care how good they preach. Oh, come on, somebody. I don't care how electrifying their messages may be. If their preaching doesn't line up with the word of God, don't you run out of that, don't you walk out of that place, run. Your walk, you walk and receive direction based on the counsel that you receive. Here's something very important. I want you to write it down. What informs you, forms you. What informs you, forms you. Blessed is he who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Hear me now. Then he said, then he said, nor stands in the way of the sinner. In other words, make sure that whoever is speaking, I'm not a perfect man, I'm a flawed man, but I'm trying. I forgot it was my anniversary. I love you so much. Please forgive me. Don't hold it against me. I've been busy. Come on, somebody. But I'm going to remember October 14th. That's when you lit up my life, girl. 
one, you're like a dream come true, two, I really want to be with you, and three, you know it's plain to see, you're the only one for me, and four, your piece of one, two, three. I looked over there at you and lost my train of thoughts. Looked so good. The psalm says, don't stand in the way of the sinner. We've got to decide in our lives that we're not going to stand in the way. Way means the road or the path. Way means a pattern. It means a habit. It means a mannerism. And I want people to come to Calvary. And I want them to say there's something about those folks. They walk in the pattern. They have the mannerisms. They walk in the path. They are kind. They're full of goodness. They're empty of religion and pride and ugliness and compromise. They're full of goodness and kindness and faith. Don't, listen, if, 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 there's, if you ever get connected to a place where there's not righteousness, be careful because they'll drag you down into that. Blessed is he who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Now, scornful means this. It means the pharisaically religious. It's the mocking teacher. Listen, I grew up in a church. Y'all, y'all don't even know where I came from. Everything was a sin. If it made you grin, it was a sin. If it made you happy, you were going to go to hell over it. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I grew up, this is going to date me, but some of y'all don't know where Jim Rayleigh came from. I grew up in a church where the women couldn't wear makeup. But I can say today, thank God for makeup. I want all the women that are glad about makeup, one, two, three, give God a praise. I ain't going to judge you, baby. If you got to make it up, make it up. Paint it up. Do whatever it takes. Lift it. Do whatever you got to do. If you can't dig it, wig it. If you can't do it, glue it. If you can't achieve it, weave it. Come on, somebody. Whatever you got to do, I'm glad you don't We used to think you had to be ugly to go to heaven, but how many of you are glad to know God doesn't care about any of that? We get so caught up in religious mess and religious ritual, but we are going, we're not going to be a church of scornful people. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that we're not going to be that pharisaical house where people come in and they look down their noses at folks that struggle. You can't come in here. You're struggling with this. You have that addiction. You have that issue. You don't look right. You're not good enough. No, in this house, we're going to swing the doors wide open and we're going to let people know no matter what you struggle is you are welcome in the house of the Lord somebody give God a praise if that's where you want to get rooted the Bible precious says in Colossians as you therefore have received Christ Jesus so walk in him come on somebody that that's very important we need that in our lives we need to rise above being scornful. 
And, and I'm telling you in Jesus' name, I want to be rooted in a house that is generational. Now as I'm pushing the age that I am, I want to make sure that anything I'm a part of outlives me and outlasts me. So when you get rooted, rooted means this. It means I'm invested. It means my roots are running deep. That means I don't quit just because apostle preached the message I didn't like. Come on. That means I don't get mad and quit because somebody said something on Facebook that went against my political ideal. Y'all don't make me come down there. I'm not going to quit because somebody unfriended me or somebody blocked me. I've told y'all for years, Facebook never made the dumb, the, the lame walk, but it surely made the dumb talk. Can I get a witness in here? The reality is we are living in a day where people are perpetually offended, where people are always set up, and the spirit of the world has gotten into the church. But there are some of y'all who said, I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to trust God because I'm rooted in the house of the Lord. The Bible says that those who are rooted in the house of the Lord, they're going to abound. Make a little noise if you want to abound. I said make a little noise if you want to abound. I said make a little noise if you want to abound. The Bible said rooted and built up, verse 7, in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. So abound means increase with abundance, being blessed beyond and on the other side of what's ordinary. When you get rooted in the right place, then you're in position to abound, to be increased with abundance, being blessed beyond and on the other side of what is ordinary. I dare you to tell your neighbor Say in Jesus' name, I will abound. I will be increased with abundance and I'll be blessed beyond and on the other side of what is ordinary. If that's you, give God a praise in here. I don't know what happened. I used to have musicians, but I think the rapture must have took place. Can somebody find them? I dare you right now, if you want to be blessed beyond what is, necessary, what is normal, one, two, three, give God a shout of praise. Now watch this. So you want to be planted? Who's ready to get planted? You want to be rooted? Who wants to be rooted? And then here's what you need to do. You need to flourish. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, neighbor. This is what flourishing looks like. Yeah. 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 Come, come on, y'all. Don't get religious on me. Just do this. Just do this. Some of y'all manly men, you can't do that. Some of y'all macho men, you can. No, just say, this is what flourishing looks like. Yeah, I used to be bound, but now I'm free. I used to be ruled by depression, but now I'm free. See people around you, they don't even comprehend why you praise the Lord the way you praise the Lord because they don't know the pit that you've thrown up out of. They don't know where you came from and today you're flourishing. 
They don't know that your marriage shouldn't have survived. They don't know that you shouldn't have made it. They don't know that you were suicidal. But here you are today and you are flourishing. The Bible said in Psalms, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, not those who are planted in a political agenda, quiet in this Presbyterian church, come on y'all. Not, not those who are planted in a denomination. My first allegiance is to the Lord. If you know me any other way, but you don't know first that I am a child of God, then you don't know the source of everything in my life is that Jesus is the center of it all. So flourish, if you transliterate the word flourish, it means to break out. Somebody say break out. So those who are planted in the house of the Lord, the Bible said they will flourish in the courts of God. Flourish has two meanings. Number one, it means to break out. And I believe we are breaking out. When we opened Palm Coast this morning, wall-to-wall people, got another service starting at 11.15, the second service is going on right now, it made me know we're breaking out. And I've come to tell you some of y'all are getting ready to break out. You're getting ready to break out into joy. You're getting ready to break out into revival. You're getting ready to break out into a new season. I feel a boldness on me right now. I heard the Lord say, don't just speak it, prophesy it. I prophesy that over many in this room, you're about to step it out of a season of frustration and into a season of flourishing. You're going to break out. If you're ready to break out, open up your mouth and give God praise. Who's ready to break out of poverty, break out of fear, break out of division, break out of racism, whatever it is, break out. This is a breakout ministry. This is not a broke down church. Okay, look down your row and just say, hey neighbor, this is the breakout row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know about them folk over there, but everybody on this row is breaking out. Everybody in this row, your children are breaking out. Your future is breaking out. Your purpose is breaking out. Your destiny is breaking out. It's time to our youth ministry is breaking out. Our kids are breaking out. Somebody is ready to break out and flourish. Give God a praise. I've been depressed, but I'm breaking out. I've been worried, but I'm breaking out. I've been sick, but I'm breaking out. Everybody ready to break out. So don't miss the process. Uh, somebody's children are breaking out. I've learned when the Lord says it, I said, I said, somebody, somebody's children are breaking out. The Lord said somebody's son is breaking out of addiction. Somebody's daughter is breaking out of trouble. Somebody's children are breaking out of rebellion. In the name of Jesus. So watch this, precious. Break out is powerful. And that's the first layer of the meaning flourish. But if you trace the word flourish, flourish also means 
to bud, to sprout, and to bloom. Somebody say, welcome to your breakout season. Tell somebody around you, welcome to your breakout season. You will decree a thing that will be established. Tell your neighbor, welcome to your breakout season. Come on. So, the word flourish means to bud, to sprout, and to bloom. Before you can ever be fruitful, you first have to flourish. And flourish speaks of flowering. Now, to me, Flowers represent beauty. That means our lives don't have to be ugly. They don't have to be bitter. One thing that hurts us in the body of Christ is miserable church folk. But we don't have miserable church folk here. I mean, just if you, if you got to fake a smile, just smile anyway. Praise God. You know why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. It means to bud, to sprout, and to bloom. So when you put flowers in a room, like the ones I'm gonna give my wife for our anniversary, because I didn't forget. I just had a lapse for a moment. But I've come all the way back around. Flowers beautify a room. They make things more pretty. I believe that Christians, when they walk in the room, the room ought to get prettier. Come on, I believe when I, I'm not talking about stylistically, I'm talking about there's something that you carry, that when you walk in a room, grace walks in a room, peace walks in a room, joy walks in a room. The Bible said to console for those who mourn in Zion, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. I believe when you start flourishing, honey, you can shift and, and walk into a room and something will walk in with you. I've told y'all before, some of y'all got issues at work. People driving you crazy on your last nerve. Look straight ahead and act like I ain't talking to you. Some of y'all feeling that way and you work at Calvary. Come on. You come to work. People making you miserable. Here's what you need to do. Show up early tomorrow at work. Walk through your office. Start inviting the presence of God in there. Start praying over him. God, I thank you for blessing him. I pray for him, God. Take care of him, Lord. You see this heifer over here, God? Touch her. No. <laughs> y'all don't look at me like that. Y'all know, y'all thought worse things than that. I'm just old and I say what I'm thinking. Come on. That's when you get more dangerous. Because the older you get, I, don't, I better be careful. I'm about to say something. You get diarrhea of the mouth and constipation of the brain. Can I get a witness? It's like you get backed up here and then that keeps rolling. But see, you need to go in there 
and you need to start blessing everybody, get there early, and, and then in the middle of the day, if they get on your nerves, just stand up and say, excuse me, and go to the bathroom, and don't even get in the regular stall. Get in the handicapped stall and fill that place with worship. Say, God, I'm gonna flourish in this job. I'm gonna flourish because flourishing does not stop in the building. Flourishing is not limited to here. Let me tell you what else flowers do. When flowers flourish, it smells good, doesn't it? They shift an atmosphere. Come on now. Things are better when you walk into a place that smells good. Hello, somebody. Y'all better say amen because you know I'm telling the truth. Some of y'all like me. You walk into a restaurant and it stinks. I'm out of here. I need to go where I can smell something frying. Can I get a witness? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. But when you put flowers out, it changes the atmosphere. When you're flourishing, you're a worshiper. And worship changes the atmosphere. Sin has a stink but worship has an aroma. So make sure wherever you get rooted and grounded that you flourish in a place that's full of worship. There's a lot I love about Calvary. There's a lot I'm grateful for in this house. But how many of you are glad to have some of the greatest worship in the whole world right here? Some of y'all don't even know it, but Pastor John just a few months ago, Bethel, who produces most, a lot of the music that we hear around the world, they just went after John and signed him to their label. And now the worship that's in this house is about to go around the world. Somebody give God a praise and be glad to be in a house that's flourishing. So, here's what I need, I hope, I long for. I want to see you flourish because at Calvary, we don't just come to church, we shift atmospheres. When the worship is right, we can shift an atmosphere in a community. Flourish to bud, to sprout, to bloom, to break out. Who's ready to bud, to sprout, to bloom, and to break out? Plant it. Be careful where you plant your children. Be careful where you plant your wife and your husband. Be careful where you plant your family. Planted, rooted. One thing this season has shown me, it's shown me the people that were rooted in my church. I'm looking here today, we're wall-to-wall -wall people. And even though we've got so many that are still affected by the storm, so many of you are here because you are rooted in the house of the Lord. 
planted. There's a process. Somebody said there's a process. Rooted. Flourishing. Are you ready? And fruitful. You can't really be fruitful unless you go through that process. Your ability to bear fruit is directly connected to where you are rooted. Paul said, for this reason also, since the day we heard, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and with all wisdom and all spiritual understanding that you may, be, that, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful. Somebody say fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Look at me now, precious. I'm trying to, trying to put this last little bit in your spirit. And I know I've geared it down a little bit because I, I don't want you to miss where I'm trying to take you. We're not here just to survive. I'm uninterested in that. If I thought God was done with Calvary, I'd be done with Calvary. But I know that God's not done with Calvary because we're expanding at another level. Somebody give God praise if you're glad about it. I've had so many people preach my funeral through the years. Oh, Jim Braley will never come from that. That economy's going to get him. That economy, he won't, Calvary won't get, that church will never get built. That economy, that, he can't do it. They won't, they, won't, they won't recover from COVID. People going to leave. Nobody going to come back to his church. Yeah, that'll get him now. And they over there secretly, they're frenemies. Come on, somebody. They're enemies who act like friends, but in reality, they're rooting. You want to know who's for you? Find out how they act when you win. Right? But here we are now. And we're stronger than we've ever been. We're expanding like we've never expanded. You know what we're doing? Still bearing fruit. We bore fruit in the gym. Then we bore fruit in that little building. And then we moved to New Smyrna and started bearing fruit. Then we moved in here in the worst economy since the Great Depression and started bearing fruit in 2010. Now we're bearing fruit in Orlando and we're bearing fruit in Palm Coast with a brand new building. Now we're bearing fruit in Kentucky and Indiana and Wisconsin. And we just gonna keep bearing fruit. Tell your neighbor, we fruity. Come on. Yeah, this is a fruity house. Hallelujah. You're in the right place. <laughs> Some of y'all, that was really true right there. That. Watch, precious. I love you guys so much from my heart. I do. This message on being rooted is so important, John. Y'all were, you, I'm looking at these three like the three amigos. Y'all were about the only ones that were, that made this whole journey in 20-something years. There's, there's some of us in here. But guys like you and the Newmans and so many others, the grounds. I'm, I mean, I, I don't want to start naming names, but your roots ran deep. And aren't you glad that when the enemy tried to pull you out, that your roots were too deep? That when you wanted to move, you didn't? And what I want is for your legacy to be like their legacy. That you be planted, 
rooted, flourishing, and fruitful. Somebody say that after me. Say planted, rooted, flourishing, and fruitful. That means you need to find ways to get connected to the house. You need to find ways to root your life down. Make sure your kids are in kids' ministry. Get your kids in youth ministry. That, that place back there for young people is, is literally supernatural. And we have shifted our prayer services out of the chapel, and now we pray in the youth uh, chapel, in the youth church. And, and Pastor Christian said there's like a glory that just sits in this place. That, listen to this. We're spirit-filled, and we're not ashamed of it. We had 26 kids baptized in the Holy Ghost at our spiritual emphasis week at our school. Come on, somebody. Not even our church, our school. Planted. Rooted. Flourishing. And fruitful. I believe we're stepping into a new season. Some of y'all say, well, what do you mean, apostle? I'm not, we're, we're this next season, this next six months, this is not going to be a, a, a chronos time. Chronos is the tick-tock of time. It's like second by second, or the Doobie Brothers would say, minute by minute by, come on, all y'all ain't 12 years old, come on. <laughs> it's not the minutes or the hours. That's, that's chronos time. There is a Kairos moment that we are about to step in. Kairos time is the appointed time to fulfill the destiny and purpose of the Lord. And I'm here today to declare that some of you are stepping out of Kronos, that you're no longer just existing. It's not the tick-tock of time, but you're about to step into a moment. If you're ready to step into a moment, jump on your feet and give God a shout of praise. If you're ready to step into a moment, now, y'all know what I believe about confession. You know what I believe with all my heart about the need to declare things. So I came across this scripture, and the Lord said, Jim, I want you to declare it over the house. I want you to declare it over the people. How many of you want everything God has for you? Okay. How many of you believe, though I am a flawed man, God has put me in this position to speak the word over your heart? If you believe that, give God a praise. Come on. I don't say that in pride. But I say it in confidence of my Redeemer and his call over my life. The Bible said, may God Almighty bless you and may he make you fruitful and multiply. So I want you to raise your hands because I'm about to release this over your church in Goldsboro, North Carolina. I'm releasing it over your family. I'm releasing it over our youth ministry and our kids' ministry. I release it over every campus. I release it over you, preacher, that's watching me by live stream. I release it in your home. Are you ready? I declare, may God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you. If you receive it, give the Lord a shout of praise. Slip up your hands, chief. God's about to multiply you. I declare it over you and your sweet wife. I declare the blessings in favor of the Lord because you've had the right heart. The Lord said, get ready for new opportunities. 
chief. I, I need somebody to give God a praise. I need to come on. Hey, multiplication. But here's the key. You can't connect to death and find life. Where you're planted matters. Anybody glad to be planted and transplanted in this house? Come on. Somebody say, planted, rooted, flourishing, fruitful. Say it again. Say, planted, rooted, flourishing, and fruitful. I want you to say it one more time. Say, planted, rooted, flourishing, and fruitful. That's what's going to unlock the Kairos for you. So I'm out here today and I'm just looking for those who want to go into the next season with me, who want to get rooted in this house. Are there any in this service today? Come on. Don't you, don't you let... Listen, don't you let, don't you let election cycles and ugliness and mess, don't you let none of that affect you from being rooted in the house of the Lord. I'm about to aggravate somebody. Presidents run, Jesus reigns. Can I get a witness? Right? They're temporary. His, his throne is eternal. God, that'll preach. But here we go. I want you to get rooted. I want you to find somewhere to get plugged in and get involved. Keep your family rooted in the right place. So I'm done. And I love you. From deep down in my heart. Deep, deep, way deep. Like, I don't, I don't love you much as I love Dome, but I love you a lot. I'll tell you that. Like, I won't send you flowers this week. I'm going to send you flowers this week. Because you are so beautiful. No, I better go. I better go. To me, no, y'all, y'all stop. Can't you see? You're everything I hope for. Thirty-four years, you're everything I. Y'all better stop. From the bottom of my heart, I love you, and I want everybody to bow your heads and close your eyes. Did you get anything out of the word today? So. Heads bowed and eyes closed, nobody looking around. If you're in the room, you'd say, Apostle, there's things in my life that ought not be there that keep me from being planted and rooted and flourishing and fruitful. There's sin in my life, Apostle. And I want to get that sin out of my life. So when you pray for somebody, pray for me. Some of you are here and you have you come to Calvary, but you've not gotten rooted. I hear the Lord say it's time to get rooted. It's time to get in a small group. It's time to serve. It's time to sow. But there are people in this room, and you're not even convinced that you're where you need to be with God. There's things that have alienated you from Him. There's sin that has kept you from walking in your full potential. If you're in this room today and you would say, Apostle, 
I'm not where I need to be with the Lord, and I, I don't want anything to hinder that process that you preach today. So, Apostle, when you pray for somebody, pray for me. If you're not where you need to be with God, when I count to three, I want you to slip up your hands. Are you ready? Pray for me, Apostle. One, I'm not where I need to be, Apostle. Two, since you're praying, pray for me. Three, slip up that hand right now. Just pray for me. Hold it up right now. Hold it up. Hands in every section. Not where I need to be, Apostle. I need to get some stuff under the blood. I need to get right with God today. You by live stream, God's dealing with you. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. Come on. Pray for me, Apostle. I'm not where I need to be. Five. There's sin in my life. Four. I, I need to find G. I need to find the right relationship. Three. Two. I want to I flourish. I want to be fruitful. But I need to get some things under the blood. One. If you raise your hand, hold it up and keep it up. Come on. If you raise your hand and you're ready for a shift in your life, hold it up and keep it up. Here's what I want you to do. I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I want to see your life change. If you're ready for a change in your life, if somebody next to you has their hand up, I want you to move back because I want to invite everybody who raised your hand. You won't come alone. Come on. I believe dozens will come. Begin to move out right now. Come forward and let me pray with you. If somebody next to you raised their hand, they seem apprehensive about coming. Get them by the hand and you come with them. But if you raise your hand, you didn't raise it for people. You raised it because you really are ready for a change. I want you to give God the glory right now because folks are coming, y'all. This is it. It starts right here. This is called an altar call. We still have them. This is where lives are changed. Apostle, I want to I wanna be planted. I want to be rooted. I want to flourish. I want to be fruitful. But there's stuff I need. Oh, yeah, come on, come on. Come on, I got time for you. I'll wait for you. Come on, come on, come on in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I wish y'all would clap for all these people that are making a decision for Christ. Would you do this with me? Would you put your hand on your heart? This is the most important part of our anatomy. Your heart is more important than your head. And the main thing you need to give to God is your heart. Because your heart represents you. So we're putting our hand on our heart today. We're giving our heart to the Lord. Slip up your other hand. And I want everybody in the room to pray this prayer after me loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Everybody loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. That you see me. That you see me. Right where I am. Right where I am. You know, Lord. You know, Lord. I want to be planted. I want to be planted. Rooted. Rooted, flourishing, flourishing and, fruitful. and fruitful. Anything in my life, in my life that keeps me from that, keeps me from that. Any, sin any sin in my life, take my heart, take my heart. Wash, it wash it clean, forgive me of my sins, me of my sins. Make, me brand new. make me brand new. I hold up my hand, I up my hand. And, I and I declare, you're my Savior, you're my, Savior. You're my, Lord. You're my Lord, and from this day forward, I'll be planted. I'll be rooted. I'll be flourishing. And I'll be fruitful. Come on, altar workers. Reach out there and get get a hold. Get, get, just, just move out and begin to pray for people. Come on. Come on. Everybody else, raise up your hands. Come here, Pastor. Listen, tonight we're going to pray in this room.
I want you to come. We've got banners. We're praying for revival. We're praying for families. We're praying for breakthrough. We're going to worship. It is a night of abandonment where we just allow the Lord to do what he does. But if you receive this word today, I want you to raise your hands. Don't miss this time tonight, but also take this word with you. I declare that for here, and I declare it online. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can visit calvaryfl.com give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. You can also stay connected by following us on social media at Calvary FL and by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, thank you for joining us.